Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Film Obsessed Couple. I am Shelly. And I'm Scott. And we're doing things a little different today. I'm going to be the one, you know, starting us out, and we're just going to see what happens, because I'm not much of a talker, so we may only be here like 20 minutes. <laughs> we're we're going to fly through this. Well, with me being here, I think you know that that's not going to be true. <laughs> oh, goodness. So we're going to be talking about the movie Coraline today. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. Yeah, feeling a little out of it, having done this in a bit. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't know, because... We record ahead of time, so you get all your stuff, but we're a little rusty right now because it's been two weeks. Yeah, because you were feeling very good the other week, and then last week was my birthday. Yeah, so happy suck birthday. <laughs> we're not recording shit on my birthday. No. <laughs> we did on mine. <laughs> oh, God. cut. We'll cut this out. <laughs> no. Right on my birthday because we, we had that week off, so we just... That's right. We powered through a bunch. Recorded a lot. Oh, now I feel bad. No. Where I'm like, I'm not doing this. And you're like, oh, we did a bunch on mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. We were just getting things going. We have the luxury of if we want to take a week off, now we can. That's right. But now I'm like, okay, get back in the game. Yeah. We're here. You're here. Welcome. We're so glad you joined us. Yep. All our friends and family that aren't listening, we thank you. <laughs> you should listen because we thank you every time. <laughs> no. I'm not bitter about that. I'm just kidding. No. no yeah. I'm not trying to come off as bitter. Yeah. Sometimes I'm hoping family never listens to this. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I started a new job a while back and I did tell some people there and they're like, oh, what's your podcast? I'm like, it's it's a comedy. It's like uh... not telling the name. <laughs> it's called We Hate Movies. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, crap. We curse a lot. In... Well, I curse a lot in this. And then we talk about just everything. Yeah. I tell you, and if you're ever, I just, just throwing it out there. If you're ever offended, we, that's not what we're trying to do. We just are, have a weird sense of humor. Yeah. We're just trying to be funny. Just joking around. Yeah. So. Just joking around. So kid, just calm down. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy. We're, we're all having fun here. Slow so. down. Um, well, I hope everybody likes Spirited Away. That, yeah. That was our, our first animation month movie. I mean, you know, honestly, compared to this one, I really like Coraline a ton better yeah like it really blew me away of i don't it's not what i expected it's not not yeah. as fluid as i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be a little bit more choppy because you know you have to yeah um if you don't know what stop motion is google it it was very good you said you'd never seen this before Mm-mm. yeah I'm, I'm i'm just really happy to start watching movies and mm-hmm. and just having a fun time with it the way that we did it is with spirited away we actually moved it up so you will hear some inserts on that one and the one after it of Mars Needs Moms where we move things around. Yeah, where Scott inserted some voices. Yeah, I inserted me, <laughs> myself because we were curious. We were like, man, you know, we're doing terrible movies. Like, mm-hmm. we are doing terrible movies and the people not really reacting to that because, you know, who wants to watch Mars Needs Moms on their free time or listen to it? Oh, I think... I liked it. Yeah. Did I? I don't even remember if I said I liked it or not. I don't even remember at that point. But it's (laughs) definitely a watchable movie. But so we both talked and, you know, you came to me and you were like, what if we pushed up Spirited Away? And and so that's what we did for the first animated month. So now we we have a couple of bad movies. Or we have actually one more. One more bad movie in Mars Needs Moms. 
Mm-hmm. And then I can just spoil the rest and say the Monster House is coming out after that. Yeah. And then it'll be this. So after Mars Needs Moms, it should be a turning point in good movies. Yeah, since because uh, we're not getting feedback, and that's cool because I'm an introvert, and if somebody was all like, give us feedback, I'd be like, okay, no. Yeah, we're starting um, out too. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and we're just starting out, and but since we're not getting feedback, we the only thing we can do is look at our statistics mm-hmm. and seeing how, you know, what people download, what they don't download. Equilibrium uh, has been... Our most popular so far. Surprisingly. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that. I think one day we had like 70-some downloads and I was screaming. It was crazy, yeah. Literally screaming in the house. I thought you had like hurt yourself or something. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if that's just because it's like a cult favorite, you know? Like like I said, when I was younger, just everybody used to watch that or talk about it. Yeah, could So be. maybe people were <laughs> going back and like, oh, I used to watch that. I didn't even like it. <laughs> no. I mean, I could see how people would like it. Yeah. And how it could, I really, I I hope somebody, man, if you're listening and, and you can make this happen, remake it. That is like one movie that I think could be remade really good. Yeah, I'll agree with that. The director of that movie, and, and we're just going back here, but his name is Kurt Wimmer, or Wimmer, or I think it's Wimmer in German. Not a great director. He directed another movie called Ultraviolet, which was just crap. Oh. So good ideas in Equilibrium, not very well executed. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think if they got a better cast and crew... Well, Christian Bale, the cast was fine, I would think, actually. Yeah. Better crew, director. Right. No, I agree. Because it was really quick. You really didn't care about anybody. Mm-hmm. Since we're not getting feedback, we'll just go by your downloads. Yeah. So if you like us, just tell everybody. And if we get a bunch of downloads, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, and this is the plan going forward. I've made some changes to the schedule I've taken out some crappy-ass movies we were going to do and, and put in some good ones. And next month, April, I know. we're still in, we're just here, we're just in March, so this is very weird. I know. Uh, April will be Mystery Month, Ooh. and I'm going to pick out some really good ones. I just happened to have picked one yesterday, and we'll say it at the end, so you have to listen to get to what the next one will be. Stay tuned. <laughs> so, yeah, we just, you know, we go off of the statistics that we can see. So if you are liking it and downloading it, then then we'll just keep going. And we will not do those waking up in Reno's or um, <laughs> those cellulars or criminals anymore. You know, if we get like a big following, then maybe we could start doing some weird ones again. Right. Because, you know, we, we are using other podcasts we listen to. Like I listen to We Hate Movies. They do some funny ones and it's fun to do mm-hmm. bad movies. It is. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And rip on them. Yes. Oh, that'd be so. Uh, yeah. I totally get that. But yeah, today we're talking about Coraline. Are we? I forgot. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh, let's go back and talk about more stuff. No. Coraline moves to, she comes from Detroit and moves. Do you know where she moves to? Does it ever say? I don't remember. It's They just call it the Pink Palace. Right. I don't remember if they say where. And it's rented. And it's almost like those big Victorian homes yeah. that they break into sections and rent out different sections of the home. Yeah, they got a hell of a part of that place. They got like the house and then the people renting has like the attic and the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I would want the house. Give yeah, me, give me they, the they got a good deal. Yeah, for sure. But she moves and... So she's just trying to get settled, and her and her parents don't really have a great relationship. You know, watching this as an older person now, I mean, I was younger at the time it came out, obviously, but I can relate to the parents, I suppose. Like, they are stressed out. Like, you look at the dad, the design of the dad. I think the mom, too, but they both have really dark bags Mm -hmm. on their eyes. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, if you got your daughter who's just complaining and angry at everything, there's going to be a lot of friction. Yeah. But then it comes into, and I'm just going to give a little synopsis of, of the movie. Yeah. Um, and hint that this is, we're going to have spoilers all over this episode because that's what we're going to do is just talk about the movie. Yeah. What did this come out in 2009, I think? Yeah. So spoilers, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it, pause, go watch it, come back. It's over 10 years old. Come on. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it until just the other day. Well, true. For all the Shelleys out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then Coraline kind of goes to sleep. And then she realizes this door that they found opens up into like a different dimension. Mm -hmm. And so then that's where she gets the more perfect parent. Yeah, it's it's everything that she wishes that she had. Yeah, but we'll go we'll go through it. I just kind of wanted to go over a little bit. So, yeah, we start out with Coraline in this house and she's just like automatically doesn't want to unpack. She's like, screw this. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we're moving. Uh, I'm going to go outside. Yeah, because they just moved in. You kind of, at the beginning, you get a, a view of where they're at. This pink apartment type house place. And movers are still bringing the stuff in, dropping all that off. I think they tipped one of the movers a dollar. Yes. <laughs> and he's, and he's, just, he's like, oh. That was in something I read of uh, what adults would notice in the movie. Oh, yeah. Is that the movers only got a dollar. I read something on IMDb again where it said the director's face is on that dollar, Henry Selleck, oh. but I didn't get a good look at it. So hmm. I'm sure that's for super fans, but like, oh, Henry Selleck, they've got like pictures of him everywhere. Yeah. Is it? that Henry Selleck? Yes, it is. <laughs> but Corlin finds this, what I call a water stick. Mm -hmm. If you, it's like a, a Y and the, the V part of the Y is pointed towards you. Like you hold on to the, the top part of the Y. Yeah. And then the the bottom part is to point you to water. And I thought, oh, man, that's really neat. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't, I've never seen that in a movie before. Oh, really? Um, but they call it a dousing rod, mm -hmm. which I don't know if that's like the correct term for it. I've heard both. Because I'm just like water stick. Water stick. And I think maybe that's the southern version. <laughs> uh, I think it's either or. I've heard both. But there was an old Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie that they watched where this lady was doing it. I think it was the thing that could not die. But there, in the movie, there's a woman that's using that to try to find water. Hmm. And I think if I remember right, she finds like a buried head in the ground that's still alive. Oh, dang. It's not bad. But I, I used to watch that all the time. But yeah, I, I, that's the first thing off the top of my head. I can remember seeing someone else using that. Have you ever used one of those? Yes. Yes. I remember as a kid, I don't know if it was my grandma or somebody I was with being like, oh, you could use these to find water. Mm -hmm. And I guess I was just expecting like the power to, to come through right. me and be like, I'll know immediately where water is. But I pointed it around a little bit and I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I was like, how am I supposed to find water with this? Yeah. Have you? Same thing. Yes. Yeah. I picked it up and I'm like, I don't feel any different. No. There is, there's nothing happening. And I even, you know, walked around a little bit mm -hmm. trying to see maybe if it would start pulling or something. But yeah. No. Yeah. I did. And then I just like, forget it. Yeah. I think it did a quick 360, like whoop. And yeah. I was like, didn't feel anything. I'm done. But it worked for Coraline. It does. Yeah. I mean, she, she finds a well. Finds a well. Yeah. Um, not water, but at least, I mean, well, well, it might be water. You hear some water. She drops like a rock or something through the through the lid, oh, okay. and she hears like a splash at the bottom, which somebody on IMDb did the math, and it was like, 
That's like 380 feet down. Oh my gosh. I don't know. There's there's math that you can do where it's like how long it takes for something to hit the water. You can calculate how far down it is. Wow. So somebody did that. Some <laughs> I don't know if that's the people. distance. Yeah. Wow. All right. But this is where we um, meet YB. Yes. And I originally thought his name was Whitey. Yes, you said that after it was over. And I'm like, because I didn't realize it until I went and looked up the cast. Yeah. And I'm like, YB. He's like, Wyborn? Where are they getting Whitey? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, now Wyborn makes more sense. And then I'm just like, okay. Whitey's a good name, too. (laughs) Well, you just misheard it. (laughs) That's fine. Because, yeah, Coraline does do some jokes with him. She's like, he's like, well, it's short for Wyborn. And then she calls him, why were you born? Mm-hmm. Just mean. Yeah, she's she's a little mean to him. Well, he kind of deserves it because he, he tries to, he scares the shit out of her at first by riding down this hill on his motorbike at her. Yeah. And he's got this skull helmet that has like a camera on it that he can like turn it and it turns the camera lenses. I thought that was cool. It's pretty neat. And I'm like, well, he's like an inventor. It's like, um... One of those welding masks. Yes. That flip up and down. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he's like painted a skull on it and then it has like three different magnif- magnification lenses on it so mm-hmm. he can like look at her. He's like, That'd be cool as a kid. It'd be pretty neat. Yeah, he has one later where he's using it to search for banana slugs. And oh, it's yeah. like he can see on the ground with it. Uh, ew. Um, but he's got like a long black trench coat on through the whole thing. And I think he's got like gloves that are skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An interest, interesting fact is that YB in the novel is only mentioned. Oh, yes. He's not a full-blown character like in Coraline. Selleck is the director and thought it would be a good idea for Caroline, uh, Coraline. I'm going to do that. Oh, boy. Coraline to have somebody her own age to talk to. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, otherwise, I mean, if you can picture it without YB, it would just be kind of vague. Yes, it would just be her kind of exploring everything on her own. Mm -hmm. YB does give some good exposition about, like, what's going on, which I was reading online as well that I think YB may have been, like, from the family before. I don't know if that's where he is in the book. Like, he's just the boy where they're like, oh, the other family moved out. Or something like that. I can't even remember what I read at this point. But he gives a lot of explanation right here where he's like, oh, my grandma, mm-hmm. you know, I live with her. She doesn't want me going in anywhere near the Pink Palace. And she's like, why? And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know, just crazy old lady. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was good, too. He does have a funny line here where he's like, oh, by the way, next time you probably want to wear gloves. And she's like, why? And he's like, because that stick is poison oak. Yeah. <laughs> So after YB, Coraline goes back home and then we realize, you know, we kind of get to meet her parents and Mm -hmm. get to know their relationship a little bit. And I thought her parents were super rude, but so is she. Yes. They never really say how old she is, I guess, but she is a... They said preteen. Preteen, you know, just that that area where parents and their kids always seem to fight. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I was too busy trying to please my parents to even... Notice any fighting. Yeah, as I say that now, I don't think I did that either because, you know, we are, Shelly and I both are people pleasers where we just, as kids, tried to avoid fighting and arguments. Yeah. That's why we both have therapists now. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, once I got into maybe 17, I would say that's when the rebellion stage started. Yeah, around there for me too, actually. So like both late bloomers in regards to fighting with the parents. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, just a typical pre-teenager fighting with the parents. And 
you know, I can see, uh, I can see on both sides of it, like the parents, they, they are both like editors where the dad writes for a magazine and the mom edits it, I guess. Yeah, that's what I got. So it never really explains why they have to move to this place. And it's weird because they write about gardens mm-hmm. and gardening, but they don't like to garden. I think it's more so the mom. She has that funny line at the end because Coraline's like, oh, can I go plant all this stuff? And she's like, there's mud out there because it's raining. Yeah. And she's like, what, what, do you hate mud? And then at the end, the mom's like, you know what, Coraline? I do hate mud. <laughs> so I think the dad may be the one who likes it because in the other mm. world, the dad, it could just be the other world, but in the other world, the dad is planting all that stuff. Okay. And he's the one maybe planting it at the end too when they're all in the garden. That makes sense. So I think the mom... The, the thing that I got from the parents is, like, maybe the mom, city folk, you know? I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's not, like, a country person. The dad mm. likes the outdoors. And then she kind of, like, you know, that's what she got into by marrying him. And she's not really a fan of planting. Yeah. I did try to look and see why she wears a turtleneck. I don't know. Let's see. And it was, I don't know, it just it just threw me a little bit. It was a little weird mm-hmm. that she just wears a turtleneck all the time. And it even had, like, a little extra piece of something around her neck i did read online and they mention it very briefly at the start where Coraline mentions that they got into a, an accident with one of the moving trucks she says oh it, so maybe it is a brace or something? they said something in the trivia where she's wearing a brace because she got into an accident now i don't know if she's wearing it on her arm or her leg but you think it's her neck maybe maybe it's not a turtleneck and it's a brace i guess because the mom mentioned Coraline says something about it and the mom's very quickly was like well i didn't mean to get into an accident but it happened okay it's very quick yeah wow okay well that's i'm glad i meant i wasn't gonna mention it but i'm glad i mentioned it yeah now it makes more sense well good son <laughs> yeah but the parents are all just like please go do something else other than be here with me right now right but immediately now yb already gives her a little gift yeah the mom's like a little boy brought a gift for you yeah pretty quick and it's a little doll that looks exactly like her which we actually saw being built at the very beginning yeah of the movie. yeah during the opening credits i i mentioned this kind of like edward scissorhands looking type things yeah they're not scissors but they're kind of like needles um, but yes, hands, and they're making, they have this little, uh, little black girl doll. She undoes everything, takes the hair off, takes the stuffing out, and puts stuffing back in, and it looks exactly like Coraline. She's wearing, like, this yellow jacket. Yeah. So, YB, he says it to her, he's in a note, but he's like, I found this in my grandma's trunk, thought you'd find it pretty strange, here you go. Yeah, and that doll is, turns out to be freaking creepy. Yes, pretty creepy. But it's it's funny because Coraline's like, it looks exactly like me. And then the dad, when she goes up the stairs to him, he's like, hello, Coraline, and Coraline doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, just a note, I don't like dolls. Yeah. And you'll find out something else that I don't like later on. <laughs> yes. Uh, but... Yeah, the doll immediately creeped me out, but when it moved from the table to the floor, I mean, hello. Yeah, because it's all it's got buttons for its eyes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, I don't like it. But yeah, she goes around, she goes upstairs to her dad, and this is where you see he just, he's like completely hunched over like a computer, how mm. I feel sometimes. <laughs> and he's got like these just dark, dark circles under his eyes. Oh. And he was like, he basically tells her because she keeps asking him questions. But one thing I liked about it was she was like, can I go outside and play? And he's like, what did the boss say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Coraline just basically acted like her mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, she says, it's too rainy and muddy to go out. And then he's like, well, I guess you're not going out. Yeah. I guess you know your answer. 
but he gets her away by being like, you know what? Because she's playing with the door, like in the way. She's like playing with it. And it's like, eek, eek, eek. the mm-hmm. dad's like, how about you do this? How about you go in and you just categorize everything? Like count how many windows are in the house. Count, you know, he just tells her to like take a pen and pad and go through the house and just notate stuff. Man, it made me be like, I'm so glad we didn't have kids. Oh, I'm so thankful. I'm just so glad. Even though, you know, our animals can be a little. Whew, Overwhelming. Yeah, they, they can. They can get on your nerves for sure. But. Not like a kid. Well, Lily, our German Shepherd mix the other day, I gave her a pen and paper and was like, go around the house and oh. just categorize everything and leave me alone for a minute. Wow, I'm going to need that list. <laughs> it's indecipherable. It's all scribbles. <laughs> I was like, well, you, you know how to write, which is nice, but I can't read it. <laughs> We're working on that. Oh, goodness. But there's a brief thing where Coraline's just going around the house and she turns the power off to her dad's computer, losing how much work he must have put into that. That made my stomach drop. Yeah, they. I mean, that's pretty much the only thing they show. I mean, they don't really go into if he lost everything, but... He it, screams pretty loud. Yeah, it was an old computer with, like, the green... Like uh, the screen? The, yeah, the yeah. green screen. So I could I mean, unless he had it backed up on a floppy disk. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we don't know what year this is. But I, I told you at the time when we watched it, but he, he types like my dad with, like, his index finger on oh, both hands. Oh, man. It's like, type, type. Type, 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 one finger on each hand. That is one thing I am so glad. Because um, when I went to school, we, when I went to school, <laughs> we didn't have any computers. I was going to say, did they even know what computers were at the time? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> In my typing class, it was literally a typewriter. Really? Yeah, I literally had a typewriter. And then we had to do our reports on a typewriter, which if you make a mistake on a typewriter... It's not that easy. I mean, if you use whiteout, mm-hmm. it's kind of thick, and then you try to um, type over it, and it's just smudging. I don't know. If you've ever used a typewriter, you know what I mean. I have, actually. This is a weird story to bring up, but I actually did. My parents, I wanted for Christmas a typewriter, and they bought me a nice one. Yeah. It was like a self-editing one, so you could have like a backspace on it, and it would like white it out itself. Okay. But it was an electronic one, because I was like, I want to write. For the longest time as a kid, I was like, I want to be a writer. So I was like, I want to try it with the old-fashioned way with a, with a typewriter. So they bought me an electronic one for Christmas. I was like... There is something satisfying about a typewriter. Yeah, well, this keyboard, my keyboard I just had, the Bluetooth one, broke. And you can get the ones that have the sound. They're called, um, they're like spring-loaded. Oh. So if you press it, it's like... Wow. I didn't know how annoying that would be after a while, but I, I considered it. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, it'd be good for like two seconds. Mechanical keyboard is what I'd they be call like, them. Shut it off. Oh, it was so. I don't know why this is ASMR stuff, you know, satisfying to hear. But back in the day, when I remember my friend had one of those keyboards at his house, and I would just like sit there and be like, yeah, that's so sweet. Oh, but I guess people they're becoming in fashion again or people just want them. So when I was looking for a new Bluetooth keyboard, they had something like mechanical. I was like, maybe, but you'd just be sitting in your office next to mine where it's just like. I'd be like, for the love of God, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm typing in the 1940s. <laughs> Bing. I already have earphones and my music turned up and I can still hear it. <laughs> So as Coraline is exploring through the house, she comes across this door that has wallpaper over it because when she calls her mom and her mom 
finally is like, okay, if I help you with this, would you shut the fuck up? And <laughs> Her words, exactly. Yeah, and Coraline's like, fine, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, but sure, help me anyway. Um, but she takes like a... Um, is it the key? A box knife. Oh, a box knife, yeah. I'm like, where's my words? <laughs> Use your words. She uses a box knife to cut the wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And then you see this door. Which I made a note on that where I'm like, just going in and cutting walls already. Yeah. I mean, they're renting it. Yeah, I would be freaked out to make any damage to the wall. <laughs> we, in, in my office that we're sitting in now, we redid the walls back here. So now if I see somebody do anything to a wall, I'm like, that's going to take a while. Yeah. At least for inexperienced me, I mean, like that would take a while to, ref- to fix. My back wall has holes all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I hung some baskets so I can put all my yarn in there. And yeah. I had to put holes in the wall to get the baskets up there. Yeah, I haven't hung anything back here just because how long it freaking took to get everything up here. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to damage it. I know. It's sh- perfect. You should, though. It's nice. Yeah, I, I need to. Anyway. Yeah, that that was my reaction when she cut open that wall. Yeah, So the, but this little mini door, which... It's like a crawl space. Really weird to have that in a room, mm-hmm. just randomly, one. Then nothing good is going to be behind it. But they unlock it, and Coraline opens it up, and she's just hoping something magical, right? Yeah. And then you see a brick wall. Yes. Yes. The bomb even says, well, I guess when they split this in two or something, they bricked it up. Yeah. So I guess for, like, whoever lives on the other side or for one of the other tenants, they bricked it up is what she says, she thinks. Right. But you're right. None of them question that door. Like, crawl spaces don't have a lock key door, do they? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. At least in the one in Breaking Bad, when he goes crazy in that one episode, he just lifts up like a like a lid, basically like wooden lid to get down yeah. in there. Yeah, no. But yeah, you're right. None of them are freaked out by a door with a lock. No, they're just like, oh, here's a door. It's it's bricked up. Okay, yeah, because bye. they do find the key. There's like a drawer full of keys, and they find this big key, which at the end of the key, you know, it has the part that goes into the lock, but at the end of it is a button. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Coraline is like, well, fuck. Yeah. Oh, well, can't can't do anything with this. This didn't go anywhere. I'm really wanting to have an experience. Mm-hmm. And this didn't do it for me. So I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, they eat dinner. If <laughs> Her dad makes some that. shitty ass food. Yeah. <laughs> because she was like, well, I haven't had a chance to go to the store. So your dad just made whatever he could. And it's all nasty. Mm-hmm. And then Coraline asks her mom, like, why don't you cook? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe she's a better cook. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But, but then she's like, Dad cooks and I clean. That's the agreement. <laughs> yes. That's what we do. When we got married, we signed that agreement and we're sticking to it. Hey, when, where was that agreement at in our marriage? Hey, the agreement was you do everything. <laughs> okay. And I go to school. <laughs> I can't wait till you graduate. <laughs> no. no. I do stuff. No, I, I'm just kidding. I but... cook. And clean. Oh, we, no, we share it. We share it. You do a lot more, though. But I've been trying to since you're going to school. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. But, but yes, she does go to bed and her hands are still, like, nasty. Yeah. Because of the poison oak. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Isn't, I think poison oak might be worse than poison ivy. I don't know. And, like, I've had poison ivy because I'm allergic to it, of course. If yes. If you have poison ivy, then you're allergic. Um, And it's got awful. It's miserable. You itch all the time. And I can't imagine having it on your hands. I've never had it. I think I might be immune. Knock on wood, man. Yeah. It's in our backyard and in well, our front yard. Our and... 
when I lived at home when I was younger with my parents, our cats would bring it in sometimes, and my mom would always get it. And I'm like, well, I was petting them, all the cats too, but I never have got it. Yeah. And you would get it too. Yeah, I think I got, last time I got it was probably from Lily. And I never did. It always gets kind of on my face and yeah. the side of my neck, kind of. Um, man, I tried to take care of it myself, but it, it didn't happen, so I had to go get some roids. Yeah, I think much like COVID, I'm immune. At least I thought. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's knock on wood, knock on wood. Let's hope. But yeah, she goes to sleep and she wakes up and sees a mouse in her bedroom and follows it. Which is the cutest little mouse. It's pretty cute, yeah. It has a really long tail. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, if I saw that mouse, I'd just be like, just don't bother anything too much and you can stay. Oh, I don't know. They're gross. In real life, I, I find know. them gross. They just... They chew through stuff and I don't like that. But... Yeah. So she follows this mouse because she's still looking for an adventure. And it goes through the... It squeezes itself under the crawl space door mm-hmm. in which she and she opens it. And I told you at the time how I think that they did it is they must have had like a tube, like uh, like fabric over it and stuff with right. the door on the other end and they just extended it down to where it looks. Because when she opens the door, she sees this long tunnel like extend. Mm-hmm. And I think they did that for real. Like I, that, that's how I would have done it. I thought when she crawled through that tunnel, it was the most amazing looking thing ever. Yeah, pretty because, cool. Because, I mean, they could have just put a plastic tunnel and nothing moved while she walked through it. Mm-hmm. But as she's crawling through it, because she's on her hands and knees, you can see the fabric moving. Yeah, in colors. Yeah, and if you think stop motion, you had to do all of that. Yeah. Which is, uh, to point out, stop motion, um, it took almost four years to create this. I was reading that here, like two years of pre-production. It's like getting everything ready and then 18 months to film it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just so time consuming. And the studio, okay, this was the first film for Coraline, but they do a lot of stop motion and they only come out with new uh, movies every four years because yeah. it takes so long for stop motion but anyway i was just so in awe mm-hmm. of how that whole thing looked because if you really think about it man the time it took yeah it would be so frustrating <laughs> i would get so frustrated oh, i would hate it yeah i would end up smashing everything <laughs> and destroying the whole set and, you know, probably getting fired. Yeah, because I read online, too, that, like, the biggest Coraline figure that they had for this was, like, nine and a half inches tall to work with. And this is another interesting thing you kind of told me, but I saw there as well, which is that um, this was originally going to be live action. Yes. Yeah. And then Henry Selick, the director, is like, I want to do it in stop motion. Right, which is kind of his thing. He did Nightmare Before Christmas, which I know a lot of people probably think Tim Burton did that. I don't know today if they do, but it feels like a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. I think he just produced it. But there's another movie called Monkey Bone with Brendan Fraser, which is live action that Henry Selleck did. So, And that didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. So maybe he is like, I'm going back to what works. I'll see you in four years. I also read somewhere that um, they were also worried that live action would be too scary. This movie is pretty scary, too. Yeah, because it would make it feel too real. Yeah, I think there were some kids. I watched this twice in the theaters, and it was 3D when I did, but I think there were some children in the theater, which when I Googled this yesterday, I was like, Coraline, I think I was looking something up for it, and the first thing that Google said was like, why is Coraline scary? Or why is it so scary? (laughs) Yeah, which, I mean, 
I could see it being scary, but I guess since we watch a lot of scary movies, it's not that scary to me. No, but you can definitely, you, you at least can tell. Yeah, but as a kid, I would be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, super scared. So, yeah, she comes through the door and she's very let down because it's her same living room. Yeah, she's like, what the hell? I'm just back in the same house. Yeah, because her house has a painting of a kid with an ice cream cone, and he's very sad because it's on the ground. Mm -hmm. But she notices in this new living room, it's a picture of a kid, and he's actually eating the ice cream. Yeah, he's all happy. So she's like, what? Uh And that's when she sees her her other mother. Yeah, and she's cooking. She's like, oh, it smells good, because she's confused at first because it's her mom, played by Terry Hatcher. And she's doing two great voices like as the real mom she's like Coraline can you just please and then as the other mother she's very sweet and happy and two different versions which is very neat but yeah she's like Coraline dinner's almost ready and then she turns around she has buttons for eyes and Coraline is like no you're not my mom she's like well I'm your other mother everybody has one Hmm. yeah we wish oh well I mean some people may wish I wish (laughs) (laughs) let me back that a little uh, bit. <laughs> well, she won't listen to it, so I can say in some aspects, yes. <laughs> I wish I had another mother. So anyway. But she's basically just making dinner, and she says to go up and talk to her dad, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, which I find every time when this happens, then it's like, okay, Coraline, you go get your dad. Yeah, the other mother is showing her different aspects of her life that is better where they're at. Right. So first time she goes, she's showing her her dad, who is not... An overworked, you know, catalog dude. He is a suave Hugh Hefner jacket wearing, (laughs) playing the piano. (laughs) And she's like, mom says dinner's almost ready. He has buttons for eyes as well. But he's like, hey, how about I play the piano? And she's like, my my dad can't play the piano. And he's like, well, I can't either. And there's like these mechanical hands that come out and he puts his hands in the gloves and they play him. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of like a puppet. Yes. <laughs> he was like a little puppet. Yeah, I thought that was neat. Like, he was all fun, and I'm just like, oh, well, this is great. I bet that really makes her feel good. Uh, because the song that he sung while he was playing was about Coraline. Yes, very nice. And, you know, they're giving the, her the attention that she'd always wanted. Yeah, so they go eat, and I thought the coolest thing was Coraline's like, hey, you got any gravy? Oh, yes. The gravy train. And the gravy train comes out. That's so cool. And the way that they did it was so neat because it's like you're from the perspective of the train, like on this little track on the table, Mm -hmm. and it goes past like everybody. It goes past the mom, the dad, and Coraline and stops. But I wonder, yeah, how they did some of this stuff is just my, it will break your mind. (laughs) I'm not smart enough to have done it. Super talented. I mean, super talented for this movie. And if we ever get to a point where we can afford a gravy train, (laughs) we're going to freaking have a gravy train. I don't even care for gravy. (laughs) Just to have it. Unless it's on biscuits and gravy. Yes. Well, the thing that I really liked at table is she was like, I'm kind of thirsty. She's like, what would you like to drink? And then the the chandelier drops down with all these different drinks. Like, sh- and she wanted a mango? Mango milkshake. Which, what the hell? I don't know. I was like, gross. Well, wouldn't a kid want a chocolate one? <laughs> I'm having dinner. How about just ice water, please? <laughs> That's me. I know. <laughs> I don't want anything with flavors. And it, I don't know. That's just me. I don't like soda or anything with dinner. Yeah. I had ice, uh, sweet tea last night for dinner. Yeah. When we went out. And I, it was, it was a treat. Like, I, I, <laughs> I let you have it. I liked it. <laughs> no, 
I mean, I usually just have ice water. Yeah. Because who wants to pay two fifty for a drink when you go out and eat? Don't we, get me off on we that. We did. I am just. I yeah, I did. <laughs> but I think anyway. No, anyway, I think. Great train. This is when they go up into her room and the uh, the octopus in on her shelf, like all the stuff is alive. Yeah. The octopus on her shelf says something like, "What's shaking, baby?" Right, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, okay. I don't know. He's got a button for his face. Everything has buttons. And I guess one thing we didn't mention is that she has a picture of her friends that she has by her bedside. Yeah. And when she's in the other world, she sees them and her friends are moving. I think they have eye, have Button's eyes, too. Mm-hmm. But she's they're moving, and it's like Harry Potter. The picture's moving and can talk. Yeah. But I read online, she's like, how are my favorite trolls doing? Which I guess is slang in Michigan. I, I, I thought know. that was I, I heard that and I I think I just kind of bypassed it because yeah. I'm just like yeah whatever it's just a weird saying like maybe the I time guess. that they're in yeah but... I never called my friends trolls <laughs> well they said it's in Mich- it's like Michigan slang I guess but yeah but like how you doing you fucking troll <laughs> I don't know but one thing is they all watch her go to sleep like the mom and the dad they yes. sit there while she sleeps and I'm I was talking like. If this was me, I'd be like, okay, it's going to be a minute because I like, I like to lay down. I like to read, wind down a little bit. I'm not just going to fall asleep right now while you guys are watching me. Which me, I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I have to sit up in bed for a little bit. Otherwise, if I lay down, I am out. Like, yeah. And I think that's just kind of how we grew up a little different. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. My bed was just for sleeping and you stayed in your room played guitar and, and did different things. everything basically yeah. it was my yes of my room that i was in at my parents was small enough to where everything was on the bed because right. i couldn't didn't have much walking room because i had a big chest of drawers and yes so, so now it's like it's my reading spot it's my video game area my play guitar i play guitar on it so yeah so i will tell you something because this reminded me of something when i was when i was a little girl yeah uh, of them staring at her while she's sleeping when i was oh man maybe Maybe seven or eight. I would wake up at night just terrified, Mm -hmm. saying, there's someone in my room. Oh, Oh my gosh, there's someone in my room. And uh, my stepmom and dad would be just like, go back to sleep. It's another nightmare. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, just get over it. And I would do this. I don't know how many times I did it. But coming to find out later in years, Mm -hmm. there was a little boy that my brother was friends with. That would sneak into the house and watch me sleep. Yeah. So there was really someone there. That story is still just as horrifying as when you told me the first time. Yes. That is so, so scary. And you would think I'm never going to be able to sleep again. But, you know, it's pretty easy for me to go to sleep. I've got these two big guns right here. (laughs) I flex for people at home. I flex for Shelly. Be like, I got these two guns that are going to keep us safe. That's right. (laughs) If the person is weak. I just, yeah, to this day. And then and then they just kind of laughed about it. And I'm like, I got in trouble. I got in trouble for waking up because I was scared to death that there's someone in my room. But when they looked, well, he was already gone. Your parents is a whole other subject. Well, that's very true. <laughs> but anyway, that's a little creepy That's going to be on our upcoming podcast. Why are we like we are? <laughs> we could have a few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and then I turned one. <laughs> But, but yeah, she wakes up and she's back in her old room. Yeah. Her, her real room. Right. She's and like, son of a bitch. Yeah, and, and the door is bricked up again. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So is this where she goes to Mr. B? Yes, she she sees there's a bunch of mail at their porch, and it's all addressed to, addressed to Mr. Bobinski. Right. So, and that she knows these packages smell. <laughs> yeah, she's like, God, so they bad. smell. And I thought it was really nice that she was bringing it up to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's the tenant that's, like, upstairs in the attic. She takes these stairs that go up to the side of the house to where he's at, and she opens the door, and it's, like, nobody really in there, and there's a chicken. I found that funny. There's a chicken in his room that's just, like, kind of walking around. Oh, yeah. So, to describe what Mr. Bobinski, he says, call me Mr. B, what he looks like is he's very tall, thin arms, thin legs, mm-hmm. and a huge gut. Yes. Like, and he's round. Blue. Like it, and it is just super round. So apparently, again, all of this is online trivia, but apparently he has a medal that, if you look close enough, is is a specific medal that was given out for the cleanup of Chernobyl, which, if you remember, Chernobyl is was a uh, nuclear disaster where like a, a reactor broke down and mm-hmm. flooded with re- radioactive materials. Mm-hmm. So they're saying. <laughs> Uh so what they're implying with this guy is that he was part of the crew that helped clean up that material oh so maybe that's why he's blue (laughs) and looks like he does (laughs) that makes a lot of sense i'm surprised he doesn't have two heads i don't know but but yeah he's he's like an acrobatic type person he's doing like tricks and shit all over the place yeah he came down from like the top of the house yeah he's like flipping over this the house and he says he's got like a mouse circus that he's working on yeah and i think when they first come up to the house he was on top of the house doing some weird stuff he's like too. on top of the roof or something yeah because yeah, he's doing all these like calisthenics like ha, which, he's got the russian voice <laughs> which for him being the size he is i mean Kudos to him to be able to flip around like that. Well, his arms and legs are fine, but it's just his stomach. I know, but... So big. It's just weird. It's disproportional. Yeah. Throwing me off, man. But, you know, she she visits him, but her poison oak is gone. Because the other mother put, like, stuff on it. That's right. Yeah, she put, like, this mud. Yeah, because she's trying to tell everybody, and nobody believes her. No. Yeah. And I don't know what that's like. But she's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is your therapy episode. <laughs> but she's like, well, look at my hands. They're fine. And they're all like, oh, they just healed. Whatever. Yeah, they just healed overnight. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, I thought the funny thing is when she was leaving, and Mr. B, do you know why he's into beets? That's that whole Russian thing. I've seen so many different things where they're like, Russians like beets or whatever. Oh. He's like, oh, beet, the nick is strong. Okay. I don't know. He gives her, you're right, he gives her a beet. Yeah. And he's planting beets at the end, too. But she, before she went up there, she has, like, garden shears and stuff. And she's on her, or she grabs them when she gets down there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But he jumps down over her and almost <laughs> gets sheared right in the nuts. Yeah, she's standing and she sees him jump down. And she cowers down while she's holding the shears up. And he lands, <laughs> thank God he's so tall. Because if he was any shorter, they would have gone in his nuts. I mean... I don't know. I'm glad you remembered that. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know why she held the shears up, but I was just all like, whoa. I don't really understand why they put that in there, but I thought it was kind of funny. It's funny, yeah, because that's that he comes back and he tells her, he's like, the mice tell me, uh, you are great danger. Don't go back there again. That's right. And she's like, what? And he's like, the mouse. And she's like, oh, you're crazy. And he's like, oh, the mice also say your name is Coraline, but that's not right. Caroline. And then she's like, oh, shit. Are the mice real? <laughs> 
because he's training him to do like a little circus and what was in those packages was like really bad cheese right and he's like i give it to him to train them yeah i like your russian voice oh well thank you Should it's that more. <laughs> well, <laughs> real russian people are like i don't talk like that I know, right? oh goodness so Coraline's like okay fine i'm gonna go to the downstairs neighbors see if they believe me yes i don't know if that's what she was really doing but i'm just gonna say that uh, and the downstairs neighbors are actresses that Two have old gotten ladies. older. Yes, which their doormat says no whistling allowed, which uh, all oh. online, where I'm getting this from, apparently in the theater, it was considered bad luck to whistle. Oh. oh. So I guess that's why, because they're old theater women, like from the old theater days. I thought good luck was bad. You're supposed to say break a leg. Yeah, I guess, but whistling. Well, that's like Macbeth. You're not supposed to say the name of it if you're in it. Oh. Because it's bad luck. There's so many different superstitions, but I didn't know that one until I saw the trivia where it was like, no whistling. And they're like, they said that because it's considered bad luck if you whistle Uh in the theater. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't either until last night. Good thing I don't do a lot of theater stuff. We don't go to the theater, yeah. (laughs) Batman's parents were killed in the theater and I've never gone. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're old. I, I don't know if they're sisters, but they're old theater women that just live together. Yeah, and they, they kind of... I don't know. You could see the pictures on the wall, and they're very slender and younger, of course. And now that they're older, they yeah. gain some weight. One's kind of like the typical grandma where she's got a walker mm-hmm. and, and kind of dumpy and hunched over. Then the other one's like a sexy grandma. I guess. If that's a know. thing. I mean, she's got huge old knockers. Well, you get to see those knockers later. Yeah. I mean, good thing the nips are covered. Otherwise, this had to be rated differently. Yeah, she's got pasties on, which I'm surprised is PG. <laughs> um, but the big thing about these women is that they like their English terriers, I think is what they are. Uh, Scottish terriers. Scottish, I excuse did, me. Yeah, Scottish. I looked that up. Well, thank good, 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 because I was like... <laughs> um, she, they have like three that are in the house. Four. Okay. <laughs> Let me just keep correcting yeah, you. Yeah. Well, they have four. Um, but they have this huge wall of stuffed Scottish terriers yes. where they're wearing like angelic robes and have wings and halos. And she's like, oh, that's our old ones. We just couldn't bear to part with them. So we stuffed them and they have like a huge ass wall full of them. They've crossed the rainbow bridge. And, you know, I couldn't do that. Like we, we've had a few animals together already mm-hmm. that have passed. I couldn't like go in the living room and look at them. No, I really thought about Missy. I really thought about <laughs> I really, really did. You would want to see her knowing that she's gone? Well, no, but I didn't know if I was going to be able to sleep because I'm just so used to having... So you'd want to have her as like a self toy next to me. <laughs> yeah. You want to put like a little squeaker in there too? No. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I know. You, you and Missy were extremely, extremely close. She was with you forever before we yeah. met. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when she passed, it was just devastating. Yeah. But, no, I decided it, it would be a little little too weird to be, see her. And I think it would make me miss her more. Yeah. To to see her and, and wish she was alive. But, no, we, we got her cremated. I have a weird thing about dead animals where I'm just like, wow, there's nothing in there anymore. Mm. Like, their spirit, soul, whatever you want. Like, there's nothing behind their eyes. So. Yeah. Like this animal that you've had so much good time with, you go in the living room and you see it pose where it's like jumping majestically. <laughs> I couldn't, I'm like, ugh. Oh, even being that we live in Missouri, a lot of people do have like those. Um... Taxidermy? Mm-hmm. Deer. Yes, yes, yes. Deer like deer head. heads. Yeah. Oh, you want Missy's head? No! <laughs> Is that where you were going? 
like, oh, please no. Oh, no. No, goodness. That would be awful. I didn't know where you were going with that. No, I just know there's a lot of people that hunt deer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they do put their heads on the wall, which I find a little weird. Yes. It brings me back to Ace Ventura. Uh, yes where he walks into that room with all the taxidermy mm-hmm. and he keeps whipping his ha- head around and go, whoa, whoa. yes yeah my uncle had deer heads in their living room and f- you know my, my uncle randy and as a kid going over there it always freaked me the hell out yeah just be like what the fuck are they moving did that just move Ooh. but yeah the the actresses have those heads which is very strange yeah back to the movie <laughs> we're, we're doing a movie what this is what happens um, when shelly talks <laughs> So they drink. T- well, no, I like we're we're stretching it out. I like where this is going. But they they give her some tea and they drink tea and they both drink her. They read her tea leaves. Yeah, which, I mean, I have when I drink tea, it's like there's no residue in there. Well, they're like old, the old way, I guess, to make tea or something. I don't know. Ew. Can you imagine, I, like, having to chew your tea? <laughs> I didn't know about tea. You don't like tea, but... No, I anyway. do not. I, I didn't know about tea leaves until, like, Harry Potter. There's a scene in the, one of the books where they read tea leaves. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I guess that's a real thing. But um, the shorter one, the, the, the grandma-looking one, sees, like, a hand that looks exactly like the hand from the beginning making the doll. Right. And she's like, oh, my God, there's danger. And then the other, the sexy grandma looks at it and she's like, oh, you're in for a good fortune. Or, yeah, so she saw a giraffe. Giraffe, that's right. <laughs> she's like, this looks like an evil hand. And she's like, well, if you flip it, it looks like a giraffe. I'm like, ooh, I want to go to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's all that happens this time when she's awake. She may talk to YB a little bit. So she goes back to sleep and, and wakes up and there's a mouse there again. Yeah, but she set some cheese out for it. Oh, yes. Which is, you know. Set the trip. She, w- she wants to go yes. see her other parents. So she uh, sets some cheese out for the mouse. And she follows them. And she goes back over to the other. The, the other world, however you want to call it. Yeah. But, and her mom, they're making dinner or whatever again. Or she's making breakfast, I think, for dinner at this point. And she tells her to go get her dad out in the garden. Yeah, and she's like, oh, thanks for the good cheddar yes like as if like, they the got mouse, the cheese did the mouse bring it over <laughs> well i think we'll find out later these mice are not who they think yes. how they are but yeah she goes out into this garden to get her dad and the garden is not all bare and nasty looking like in the real world but it's got like shit everywhere like, yeah it's like, beautiful yeah it's very pretty i wonder how they how long it took them to make that but there's like these plants that tickle her they're like tickling her yeah. and the dad comes over snapping dragons really oh okay mm-hmm. But this is where you were freaking out again because the dad is riding like a tractor, but the tractor is shaped like a praying mantis. Oh my god. <laughs> Shelly hates him. I hate praying mantises. I'm and it, seeing this dad on this tractor, even right now, I'm just like I can't stand it. I can't. So story is lived out in the country and uh window was open, didn't have screens because it was renting a dumpy old house. Praying mantis comes right through the window <laughs> and heads and if i did not move it would have landed on my face oh geez on my face it was awful was <laughs> that the first time it scared you or were you didn't like him at that no, time no i or... didn't like him before yeah so imagine me freaking out oh gosh i can imagine i was screaming and it was kind of an upstairs loft mm-hmm. so i went running downstairs <laughs> <laughs> And, and yeah, um, so I, I just despise them. 
there's a very nice lady that posts them a lot on Facebook. Really? Yeah. And um, I know she doesn't know that I'm scared to death of them, but every time when I see it, I'm all like, scroll, 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 scroll. They look gross. They just <laughs> look gross. And then they can fly. It's just nasty. And the females eat the males. Yeah. After they do it. Just gross. I mean, it's just it's just not natural, people. <laughs> But the dad's having a good time. Do they sing a song here too, or, th- or he just are they just riding that? And the no, um, he pulls her on, mm-hmm. and then they fly up. Yes, and the garden looks like her. Yeah, the looks garden like looks Coraline. like her face. Yeah, love her face. Oh. Did she have button eyes though, in the garden? I don't think so, actually. Oh, okay, she had regular ones. Just, just a thought. Um, I did read something online where it said when the mom is making breakfast, she's like pouring eggs. You know, the other mother, as she calls herself. The eggs pour into the shape of Jack Skellington. Nightmare on Elm. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't really? know if that's real or not. I didn't really catch it, but um, does she leave again, or does she actually go and see Mr. B or one of the, the older ladies in this time? Uh, no, she sends him, she sends her with YB. Other YB is in the picture now. Yes, he yes he looks exactly like YB, but he has button eyes and he can't talk. Yeah, because the other mother said she fixed him. Yes, she's How very creepy. scarily. She was like, "Oh, you know, I, you, I heard that you know you you complain about how much he talks or whatever in the other world." So she's like, I fixed him. And he's all just like smiling and happy and nice and stuff, but I mean, he can't talk at all. This is like almost like a torture to me. Yeah. Like she's like sewn his mouth shut and yes. he has to just play along. Well, he has, she doesn't show, is his mouth, well, I don't think his mouth is sewn shut, is it? No. Or just he can't talk. He just can't talk. Yeah, it's still creepy the way she said it. Like there are hints throughout all this until you find out really what's going on that stuff is not right. Yeah, this, this is, I mean, I figured, you know, things too good to be true and then it's probably not going to be great. But yeah. this is the part where I'm like. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Something is not going to go right with this world. No. So, but but you're right. Yeah. After they eat their breakfast, this is where she's like, oh, Mr. Babinski has a show he wants to put on for you. Yeah. And it's successful. It's very nice. Yeah. The, the little mice play and there's like cotton candy and popcorn. Yeah, there's like cannons as they walk in, like small cannons and they shoot cotton candy out and they catch it. And this one thing I said that I would really like to have is there is this machine where it's like a rooster and it pecks off some co- like corn on the cob. It pecks off some corn and then it makes popcorn and it oh. like poops it out on the other side. And it's like a – I wish we could – maybe we'll post a picture of it here. But it was a machine. That's where they got their popcorn from where it's like a bur- like a rooster pecks the corn, makes the popcorn, and then they get it. I'll have to watch that again because I guess I just didn't even I was so f- – I was just like <gasps> – <laughs> But this is the part where I thought it turned blurry. When the, all the oh, mice, really? all the mice started doing their act. Be- yes, because they're moving so fast. Maybe like when they jump, you're absolutely right. They I all know. start jumping. And t- <laughs> <laughs> I say that enough already. You should know that I know you're right. But yes, when they start jumping, it does look blurry. And I don't know if that's just because you know they're moving very quickly. So much going on at once. Maybe I thought maybe because they're smaller. Yeah, I remember like this movie was in 3D, and I do remember this part being in 3D. So oh. I don't know if that. Because Mr. Babinski, you know, he comes out at the end when they're all done. And there's a mouse on, like, a um, a rolling ball that, like, rolls around. Mm-hmm. And he, like, takes it. Hint, hint for later. Oh, right. But um, he, I remember him, like, coming out in the camera, like, when he, because he, like, he kind of kneels towards Coraline and YB. And I think he, like, kind of went out of the screen in 3D at that point. Oh, 
okay. So that may have had something to do with it. But I'm glad yeah. you saw that it was blurry too. That, yeah. And I think it's just maybe because of what was going on. So much going on at once. But but yeah, no, he, Mr. Babinski, his, his circus is amazing. It's yeah. a tiny little thing and they go in there and see it all. And then they watch Coraline go to sleep again. Yeah, even Whitey. He's staying in there, yes. Just damn, just damn creepy. And this may be where we get what's kind of the backstory with YB. I don't remember. She goes back and forth a few times, and it's hard to remember everything that they do. Uh, well, when she goes to sleep and she's on the other side, that's where that's where they go shopping. Oh, yeah, because she wants these gloves. Yeah. There is a funny thing because they drop, I don't know if this is the part where they drop the dad off at, like, the office. But the dad is going in this mm-hmm. office with his book, and there's a guy there with, like, a clown puppet. Oh. And it's like a marionette or whatever, and this puppet goes towards the dad, and he's like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. He like, jumps out of his skin, but... Appropriate. Yes, there is a scene where Coraline wants these gloves when they're shopping. Yeah. And the mom's like, look, if things go well, I will make it up for you now. And she, this is where she fucking drops the hammer on her and goes, my other mother would have gotten it for me. Yes. I'm like, ooh, that's, that's rude. But uh, these gloves were $24.99. For gloves. Right. Made out of fucking silk. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they better be amazing and waterproof. I guess, yeah. She goes back in again, the next, maybe even the next night. I don't remember, but she goes back into the world. Yep, she does. Because they come back home, and then the mom leaves to go grocery shopping. And she notices that... Um, I think this is where she notices the door is open mm-hmm. and she hasn't fallen asleep. And she's like, wait, am I asleep? Yes. But she, she, yeah. she goes through the doorway, whatever. Um, and then on the other side, she doesn't find her mom, but she finds a bunch of cupcakes and a brand new outfit. Yes. So she... Gets changed. She's like this. It's got stars on this uh, sweater and then mm-hmm. blue boots to match her blue hair. Yep. Thought it was a super cute outfit. She goes outside. I don't know where she's going. She goes to the actress's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're gonna, she says that they're going to put a show on for her. That's right. So when she goes into their apartment, like downstairs, it's like a huge theater room. Mm-hmm. And all the dogs are in there. Like, they're all live, but all the dogs are watching. And the dogs are ushers as well. I thought that was pretty cute. They have, like, um, flashlights in their mouth. Yeah, and this is also, before she goes down there, she runs into the black cat. And yes. this is where she finds out that the black cat can talk. Yeah, b- played by Keith David. He just has a great voice. He's yeah. been in, he's been, we've done something with him in it already. I wish I could remember it off the top of my head, but amazing voice. Yeah. He just sounds like this. Sounds great. And, <laughs> so smooth. But yeah, he tells her that this world's not what it seems. Mm-hmm. Because the, and I guess the cat can travel. Well, just kind of showing magic, like mm-hmm. how this world is different. Because yeah, he goes in like this, the part of a tree and comes out like this, uh, like 20 feet away. Right. On the other side. Yeah, um, but he said that the the other YB told him that this world isn't as wonderful as it. Yeah, because she's like, well, the other my other mother would wouldn't you know do anything to harm me, and he's like, do you think that? Yeah, like think about it. But they go in and they watch the actresses put on a show, and a neat thing is they walk in and it's a huge theater mm-hmm. and it's. Full of those um, Scottish Terriers. Yeah, they're all in the audience, yeah. They had to make 500 of them for this scene. Jesus. Yeah. 
I mean, that's that's a lot of work. Uh, and they all had button eyes. Oh, wow. That's insane. I know. Yeah, and then she gets to the front and YB is already sitting there. The other YB. Mm-hmm. But this is where we get the nudity, kind of. Yeah. The short, I wish I could know the names, but oh well. The short dumpy one, you know, is, she's singing as a mermaid. She's like got the tail of a mermaid and she's right. singing this play. And then it's a famous painting. I, I think it might have been by Da Vinci, but it, it, people out there that know art, it's the one where the nude lady's covering herself and she's in the clamshell. There's, oh, I don't know. It's painting like that. There was in the Baron von Munchausen movie with Uma Thurman. She portrayed that character. Um, she was also naked, and we actually watched that movie in history class one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being like, whoa, holy shit. Hello. Um, but the, yes, the other one, the sexy grandma, is playing that, the lady in the clamshell mm-hmm. from the painting, and they're all singing opera. Yeah, and even Coraline was like, she's practically naked. Well, she says that about the mermaid lady. Yeah. She says, she's practically naked, and then the sexy grandma comes out, and she's got these huge-ass boobs and got pasties on them. She's really naked. Wearing like a thong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I thought a neat thing is that when they, the, an, a part of the act when they were up high on like these wooden dive boards yeah, and I'm like the, the dumpy grandma, which I don't know, um, the one with the walker, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gonna freaking, <laughs> they're gonna die. Yes. They're gonna die. Um, but their bodies unzip and their mm-hmm. younger selves come out. Yes. And they start doing a bunch of acrobatics stuff. Which, they pull Coraline into this act, and she's all like, ha, 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 woo, woo. And I'm like, I would be having a heart attack. Uh-huh. They pull her up to the ceiling of this gigantic theater, and I'm like throwing her around. Yeah, I think it just goes to show how much of an adventure she wants. Like, she's, uh, what is it, uh, adrenaline junkie. <laughs> I guess so. This is, yeah, you're right. This is what she wanted. But I was like, man, if that was me, I'd have a heart attack. But like tragedy in this theater tonight as a man was pulled up into the <laughs> ceiling to be a part of the show and he had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, she even hangs for the rafters for a minute. Yeah, she's all like, ha, 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 this is so fun. Oh, gosh. Like, oh my God, I'd be fucking terrified. But yeah. they end up going back to the house and um, this is where Wybie he frowns. He has like a sad face. Mm-hmm. And the other mother's like, don't be sad. Be happy. Yeah. And you're like, what's this about? Yeah. Another creepy, creepy thing. But yeah, Coraline goes back home or goes back to her other house mm-hmm. uh, and notices that she's got a little gift. Yeah. The parents got her a gift. Very nice. Yeah. Of uh, button eyes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we want you to join us and stay here forever. Cue creepy music. The dad says something very creepy, which the mom hits him really quickly when he says it. But he's like, it's so, the needle, he's like, it's so sharp, you won't even feel it. Mm-hmm. She's like, Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, put yourself in the little kid's shoes and you're watching this movie. Holy shit. Well, it gets, it's just, from this point, I mean, it's been dark a little bit, but it just gets darker and darker because... Mm-hmm. I think she's just like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. She's like, I tell you what, she says something like about like needing to think about it. She's like, how about I just go to sleep and yeah. think about it? And... Yeah, Coraline at this point, which I'm very glad, she is legitimately freaked out. Yes. But she plays it as cool as possible. Yeah, because she's thinking to herself, like, if I can just go to sleep, I'll wake back up mm-hmm. in my house like it has always been. Yep. I think when she goes back into her room, this is where the, the octopus has another weird line, something about like... Can I play with your face or something like that? Oh, uh, he says, hey, I want to hug your face. <laughs> yes. It's like, is that like sitting on your face? <laughs> <laughs> I don't is know. That, that, 
Is that the same thing? Yeah, I want to hug your face. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> but she barricades everything. She like barricades the door and everything so no one can get in and like fall tries to fall asleep. And as she wakes back up, she's super happy and she steals that she's still in the other world. Yes. So they're they're starting to really trap her. Um I wonder if that means were they putting her back through the tunnel? Like, giving her safe, making her feel safe? Is that what they were doing every time she fell asleep? Mm. They were like, well, she'll eventually get to the point where she just wants to come back and stay, so they would take her back every night? Maybe. I guess. That's a good thought. I don't know. But this is where things are kind of starting to get a little freaky, because she runs into her dad. Yeah, so she goes, and she she realizes she's still in the house, and she goes to find her dad. And I think, is he doing the piano thing again? I think so, but he's doing it, like, weird. Yeah. I think he, he's, like, just hitting a key. He's, like, really slunched over. Yeah, he's, like, drained of life. Yeah, and he mentions that other mother is refreshing because her strength is their strength. Yeah, he's like, her strength is our strength. So that's kind of the first clue you get of, oh, she is controlling this whole thing. Yeah. she She's doing everything, and then... I think he, the dad says something about Wybie, too, where he was like, he was dealt with for not being happy. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's like they have, she made them, but they have their own feelings, but they can't have their feelings because she's controlling them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Um, she basically has created everything. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all her, which I wondered, like, before, was she just the only thing that lived in this world? How, how lonely would you be? I don't know, but Coraline is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go outside and we're just gonna keep walking. Yeah, I think she runs into the cat at this point, too. Yep, so the cat's walking with her and um, they just keep walking. Isn't there a scary movie where they leave and they walk and they end up coming back to the house? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm sure. Gosh, dang it. I wish I could remember. I just watched a John Carpenter movie the other day called Prince of Darkness, and there's something similar to that where Sam Neill, the guy from Jurassic Park, is trying to leave this creepy town, and he just keeps coming back to it right where he's at. He'll like get on the highway and drive, yeah. drive, drive, and he's right back where he is. If you guys can think of, uh, you guys, the listeners, if you can think of things where you've walked and then you've came back, it's like a loop. Yeah. Then comment or email us. I can look into that, too. That sounds familiar. I really want to know what I'm trying to think of because <laughs> it's, it's not happening in my head. But it just starts turning white. Yeah, it's like the world starts disintegrating as yeah. far as the farther that they go. And so they're back at the house, and then they notice a cute little mouse. Well, the oh. uh, yes, you're absolutely right. But as they get closer, like they just keep walking as everything is disintegrated, and then things start to come back together. Like the world. Yeah. Okay. comes back together as it was and she's like well, how could we walk away and walk towards something and he's like you walked around the world and she was like small world <laughs> yeah that's right yeah i'm glad you said that yeah so it's like that's all that this is is just this world is all Coraline's because they want her to see how great it is yep that is true but yes yes they find a mouse yeah the cat <laughs> the cat finds a mouse and uh, he catches the mouse, and I am like, oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. please don't hurt the cute little mouse. And chomp. He bites into it. Kills it, yep. And then it turns into a rat-looking thing. Yes. Kind of like the same material that Coraline's doll was in the very beginning. Yeah. The cat says something like, 
I don't like rats mm-hmm. on the worst of days or whatever he says. But that reminds me earlier, Wybe, the cat exists in the real world too. Like he's Wybe's friend. Right. Um, but Wybe says something like, oh, he's not my cat. He just, sometimes he comes to my window and he brings me dead things. Ooh. And I was like, oh, you sound excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Which is a little weird too. Yeah. Because when she first runs into the cat, she's like, oh, are you this other, are you the other cat too? And he's like, I'm not the other cat, I'm me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've been coming here for a long time. Yep. And he's like, she tries to keep me out. Because she doesn't like cats. Right. Other yeah. mother. Exactly. Yeah, they do reference that other mother doesn't like cats. Um, which makes sense. <laughs> yes. Now that I've seen the movie. But he says the mouse is used for spying. And this mer- this mouse, who is really a rat, was going to go sound the alarm. Yep. That they are back. Exactly. Coraline tries to go back to the little door because she's like, if I can just get through the door, get to the other side, you know, I'll be safe. Yes. But there's this bug-shaped furniture. It's like a cockroach-type yeah. dresser drawers. <laughs> so I'm like, ew. Which this made me think think of Tim Burton, like yeah. Beetlejuice or, or Edward Scissorhands. It felt like something that he would do. That's true. Yeah, it did. So the other mother is there, and she offers uh, Coraline... Cocoa Beetles from Zanzibar. <laughs> yeah, she's eating it. It's weird. That reminds me of that Tenacious D song. Yeah, that's why I said it like Not that. Not gonna cook it, but I'll order it from, from Zanzibar. Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, Coraline is like, I demand to go back over where my real mom and dad are. Yes. And other mother is like, I've had it. I'm gonna discipline you. I'm gonna count to three. You have until three to apologize to me. Yes. And Coraline is like, fuck that. Yeah, she throws it back in her face. She's like, you're not my real mother. Yeah. So then other mother turns into a scary skeleton. She becomes a lot taller and ghostly and like skeletonly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her true fate, her true form. <laughs> Almost. She becomes even scarier later. Yeah. And then she takes Coraline and throws her in the mirror. Yep, because Coraline does not apologize. She's like, fine, I'm going to put you in a room. Yeah, until you can realize what you did or apologize. So she comes to the end of this hallway and throws her through a mirror. And it's like this weird universe. It's like a small like room that's just nothing but black and darkness. Mm-hmm. And Coraline can't get out. No, and this is where we meet three ghosts. Yes, three ch- three little children. They're ghost kids, and, and they said that they... They were like Coraline once before, where mm-hmm. they came through and met the other mother, and she wined, dined, and 69 them. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wined and dined them, and they loved it, and they, you know, they decided to stay. Yeah, they accepted the button eyes. And they took, she took their eyes, mm-hmm. is what she said. Yep. So, um, and they asked Coraline to find their eyes. Yeah. And this is where I think YB comes through, the other YB comes out, and gets her out of this little room mm-hmm. and where you see that the other mother has sewn his face into a smile yes and Coraline like takes the thread out so he's just a regular mouth yeah that was nice Ooh, yeah creepy shit oh i couldn't imagine having my mouth sewn Ooh. yeah but why the other YB helps her and he gets her back to the tunnel and she goes through yeah which she's so excited she gets through and that she's like i'm home i'm home where's everybody yeah at? She's like, mom dad um uh, but they're not there Nope, the groceries that the mom went to get are on the table, and they're all rotted. Yeah. Like, there's, like, steak that has flies and, and bananas that are molded. And I was like, 
damn, how long has she been over there? Well, you don't know, yeah. So she, like, goes out. She finds the car. And yep. she looks in the car, and there's just, like, nothing there. There's her phone. Her phone. The mom's phone, yeah. So she tries to call her dad, and her dad doesn't pick up. So she's like, dang it. Okay, well, let's just go and visit to the downstairs neighbors. The actresses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, they had given her candy when she first went, and she, <laughs> it was funny, at the first time she went, she, like, threw the candy in the ceiling, and it, like, stuck there. Oh. Because it was so old. Ew. But she does tell them something. She is just like, oh, my parents, you know, I don't know. I think I might have lost them. Or she, I think she might even say that she lost something. She doesn't tell them her parents are gone. Oh. And the, the attractive grandma pulls out. She has, like, this trunk, and she opens it, and there's all these, like, dishes of candy. And they have different years on it. Like, one says 1926, one's, like, 1930. Okay. She pulls one, I think, that says 1926 and hands it to the old, like, the dumpy little grandma. Mm-hmm. And they start, like, mash. She starts mashing it up, the candy. Yeah. And makes a little uh, triangle with a circle through it, like a finder. Yes. Uh, which I have information about that. It's called a hagstone. Oh. And it said that the bearer... Uh, it gives the bear second sight when you look through the hole of it. Oh, cool. So I guess that something like that does exist in real life. Okay, cool. I Weird. have never heard of it or tried to use one before. Yeah. yeah. They said it was a jade version of the Hagstone. So I never heard of that until I read it. Yeah, so she gets it and I think they're both confused because one of them is like, oh, you'll find what you really need. And the other one says something like, find what you want or i can't um, remember they're both one confused. of them says that it keeps bad things away yes and then the 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 dumpy one says you'll find whatever you've lost you find lost things but they were both arguing which way it was going to go and Coraline's like okay peace out i'm just trying to find my parents another thing is i guess the parents were supposed to drive them to a movie or a theater or something and when Coraline said that she couldn't find her parents they were originally very upset yes that they were not going to get a ride. That's that's right. Yes. And then and then and then they're like, okay, well, let's chill. <laughs> oh. And I don't know if it happens at this point, but at some point, YB and her do talk, and he tells her, you know, the reason yes. that my grandmother doesn't want me here is because she had a sister when she was a kid. They lived here, and her sister went missing one time. Yeah, that happens before she goes down. Yeah. stairs. Because Coraline explains everything, and YB's like, you're freaking crazy. Yeah, he, she's trying to, like, explain to him, like, what's going on and stuff like that, and he he runs out of the house. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're, you're crazy! He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Because I think Coraline, when he was like, yeah, my, my mom and my grandmother had a sister, I think Coraline's like, that little girl. Because there's a little girl mm-hmm. spirit that's talking to her. She's like, calls her miss. She's like, you gotta help us, miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Coraline's putting two and two together. And she's like, oh, man, I'm in over my head. Um, she, um, I think this is at night she goes to bed. She makes pillow versions of her parents. Yes. And she sleeps in the middle of them and, like, cries herself to sleep. Yeah. Which is very sad. It is sad. Um, but the black cat comes. He wakes her up, and I was like, boy, this is how I've been woken up a couple times. He wakes <laughs> her up by licking her in the face. Yeah. Oh, man. Our cats. Oh. Sometimes it's rough to sleep at night because the cats are, what is it called, nocturnal? Yes. I mean, they their day is their night. Their night is their day. Yeah. You know, they don't care. But anyway, so this cat wakes her up and brings her over to, is it the mirror? Yes, it's a mirror in the bedroom. And that's where she sees her parents. 
they're like, you know, it looks like they're frozen, like in a frozen world. Mm-hmm. And she's like, puts two and two together again that the other mother has her parents. Right. And so she's like, great. What am I going to do? And then I think the black cat brings her the doll with her parents. Like her mom's face on one side of the doll and her dad's face on the other side yes, of the doll? Yes, fi- I think so. She finds that there's another doll because I don't know if YB revealed it or if she found it out. But the other, or the cat tells her, I think. But basically, these dolls are used to spy. That's how the other mother sees what these kids are missing. And she's able to make what they want on her world. So when they come in, they're like, oh, my mom and dad don't pay attention to me. But these people do. Oh. So that's how she spies. And so I don't know what the parents one was. But you're right. One side of the parent is the mom, and then she flips it over, and it's the dad. Yeah. So I guess she's maybe watching them, and that's how she got them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I never thought of it that way, of the doll's spine, but yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. Because that's why, at the beginning, it's the little black girl. That's the girl that Coraline talks to, the little spirit. Oh, my God. Because that's why the grandma, when YB's like, my grandmother had us in her trunk. It's because that doll was spying on the sister before the sister oh. went missing. Wow! <laughs> It's all coming together. That is awesome. So yeah, the the other mother uses these dolls as a means to spy on kids that she can then give them what they want and take them. Wow. I mean, that's creepy as fuck, but... Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. I just love this movie even more. <laughs> that is so cool. And it's hard to get that too when you're taking notes down and, mm-hmm. and like, I've missed some things. Yeah. And so it's very hard when you're watching it and trying to write notes at the same time. <laughs> but Coraline is like, fuck that. I'm burning this doll. Yes. So she burns the doll that's her parents um and then she looks up at the snow globe that says detroit and she just guess she's she's like i've got to go save my parents yeah she she's resolved that she's got to go in and she's got to get her parents out yeah so she takes the key with her and crawls through the tunnel yep is is the tunnel all nasty and shit Maybe when she leaves i don't notice when the tunnel turns nasty but the cat does go with her yes and then the other mother just is right there waiting for him. And she takes the key and she swallows it. Yes. Yes. I and think this is where it's funny. Uh, no, no. It was when she was trying to give her the Beatles, the Coco Beatles or whatever. But Coraline, when she walks into the living room, you can see the other mother sitting in the back. And then the light comes on her and she's like, would you like some cocoa beetles? I was like, the mother's behind you. The mother is behind you. But (laughs) yeah, she comes through and the other mother gets her and swallows the key. Yeah. So she can stay with her the whole time. No, because it's the only key. Damn it. So now she's, the other mother's kind of turning into what I call like her true form. Yes. Very tall and spindly. Yeah. And she has like skin and bones. Um, And I, is this when her legs, I think her legs are like beetles. Something they reminded like that. me yeah. of Beatles. Yeah, but I think later so. I think something else. But I'm gonna tell you later. I think the cat before the other mother takes it, the cat has told her like she needs to challenge the mother. He's like challenge yes. her. He's like she likes games. Challenge her to a game and that, beat her at her own. That's right. So that's when Coraline challenges the other mother. Yeah. Uh, to a finding game, and you can just see the other mother go like, "Hmm, I like games." Yes. This could be interesting. Yes, because she's like, well, she's like, if I can find my parents and all the eyes of the missing kids, then you will let us all go free and never bother us again. And the mother's like, okay, and and what if you fail? She's like, then you can take my eyes and I'll stay here forever. 
which I thought, man, that's pretty, that's pretty big. Pretty big of Coraline. I almost said Caroline again. <laughs> yeah. Pretty big of Coraline to just be like, hey, I'm going to find everything. Yeah. But she goes to the garden, which is a little different now. The It's changing, yeah. Now now that the mom is kind of becoming her true form, everything else is reflecting it as well. Mm-hmm. Like you see the dad, he's like small and dumpy. Like yeah. he's kind of fat, small, you know, and then it's like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, hey, Coraline. No, he's like, uh, he's like, her Coraline. <laughs> He's talking weird and slow. Yeah. I think this is where she remembers the finder and pulls it out, and she can see, like, the world is in black and white when she looks through it, but she can see where the eyes are. Yeah, they light up. Yes. They're like a little ball. And the other dad is, is chasing her with the... The, the <laughs> Praying thing. mantis tractor. The thing. Yeah, because the, the shifting thing, the, the ball... The top of the shifting gear is the eye on the praying mantis. Oh, okay. But he's, and the other dad's like, I really don't want to do this. I don't want to hurt you. He turns very, he's very good, yeah. Yeah. He he saves her because she's getting sucked in by like a, uh, it's, it's, I don't know, it's like a, something that grabbed her and it's like sucking her into the ground or whatever. The bridge fell apart or the, something. It opens up, it's weird. It's like a, yeah, it's like bricks and the bricks open up and these things shoot out of it. So it's like a mouth oh. made out of these bricks yeah, in the garden. okay. But the dad grabs her, throws her up to the, you know, to the ground or whatever. And he's like, take her. And he gets sucked in and dies. Oh, I know. Which is good. I mean, like, he really liked her. Like, you would think that as as a creation of the other mother that maybe he would just be evil. But he helped. I know. And I thought it was neat that everything started turning to ice. I don't know if it was ice or just stone. But yeah, everything, the color drains out of it. Oh, maybe it was stone. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I'm like, why is everything turning ice? <laughs> yes. Well, that makes sense because the parents <laughs> look frozen in the world, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. Now I'm questioning everything. I'm like, what is happening? And so, well, I can basically say what happens is one of the girls comes up and is like, you found my eyes, miss. Now you have to find everybody and find the other two. Yes. Yeah, so now she goes to the downstairs neighbors. The actresses, yeah. And this is where we get some fucking crazy shit. This is where, like the dogs have turned into like psycho bat looking creatures. Yes. She looks up and they've got wings and they're sleeping upside down. And it's like. Yikes. I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. But the, the eyeball that she's needing is in between the actress's hands. They're like. Yeah. interlocked together and they're she, in the middle it's like a plant or something is on the stage and she holds the thing to her eye and she can see it shining in like this plant so she reaches the plant inside of it and pulls it out and she pulls out the two actresses hands like intertwined together mm-hmm. and as she opens it it's like the big rock on the ring yeah the pearl it, pearl and as she tries to take it off the thin versions of the actresses like vampire like creatures mm. they're like <laughs> weird vampires like how does that correlate with actresses they're just i I don't know i just think they're turning into monster versions of themselves you know but she she gets this very easily i feel like she i mean the movie's wrapping up you know it's got to get out but she takes the the stone off and and then everything else turns to stone again yeah she uses her flashlight to wake up the bats right which then attack their owners i don't know yeah you're right she shines it up there and all the dogs fly down and attack the two actresses and she takes the stone yeah which i'm just kind of like that's weird i think the movie where it's like look this movie's got to be a little over an hour and a half we gotta get out of here <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> uh, it's got a wrap it up sign going on come on 
So, yeah, so she's got another eye, and then she's like, okay, now I must have to go to Mr. B's house, the other Mr. B. Yes. And Which, this is pretty freaky shit, too, because mm-hmm. his voice is all distorted and everything. It's very high-pitched, and it's just his clothes that are moving around. Yes. And he's like, hello, Caroline, you want to come here? And I'm like, this is some dark-ass shit. Yuck. I know. But then a bunch of those, was it the, it's mice. not the mice. It, they are mice, but I think they're rats, really, in the world. But mm-hmm. But yes, they all start coming out of the clothes of Mr. B. Yes. And one of them is on that ball that it was rolling on earlier when it was doing the show. And that is the third eye that she yeah. needs. It's one of those, it, it's a typical circus ball. It's, it's red. Like a, it looks like a bouncy ball kind of to yeah, me. Yeah, red with a little yellow star-ish. star Almost like the one in Toy Story. Like yeah, that ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it gets away. It runs and she can't find it. And it gets away from her and she's like so destroyed that she's missed it. She can't find it. Yeah, she's even lost her stone because she threw the stone at the the mouse to try to stop it. Yeah. And it just goes flying. And she's like, I lost. Yeah, and then a dead mouse falls next to her with the eye. She's like, what? And the cat's like, I told you I don't like mice. And the cat's over there licking his paw and cleaning himself. He's like, yeah, I just saved your ass. Yeah. You owe me big time. He's like, I told you I don't like mice. (laughs) Like, Thank goodness. So then, it seems like other mothers get a little pissed off. Yes. I'm so surprised she, that she would let this happen. Right. But, so everything just starts to fall apart. It just, like, kind of goes out into this abyss. Well, she talks to the other mother for a minute. She's like, oh, you found the eyes. And she's like, yes, I found it. And she's like, now you have to find your parents. Mm-hmm. And one of the spirits talks to Coraline, and they're like, you have to be clever. She's like, even if you beat her, she's not going to let you go. And right. she's like, oh, I know where my parents are. They're behind the door. Mm. And the other mother then vomits up the the key and opens it. And she's like, well, I'm going to show you your parents aren't here. Yeah. And that's when Coraline realizes that they are in the... Um, snow globe. Snow globe, yes. Because the, at the beginning of the movie, the mom has a collection of them. Mm-hmm. But the other mother has put her in there. So Coraline, you know having nothing really in her disposal, what to do now, chucks this fucking cat at the mother. Yes! <laughs> Which I'm like, hey, you know, you do what you gotta do. I guess. Do. <laughs> but she's just like, well, I've got nothing else. ka <laughs> Here's a cat in the face! Yeah, so, so the cat's like scratching the other mother and he scratches her fucking button eyes off. Yes! Which, good. Mm-hmm. Good, but he's... About as scared as she is, I think. Yeah, so then you're right. Yes, the floor, like, becomes a web. It, yeah. like, drops down into this massive web, and the mother becomes, like, a spider-looking creature. This is when I'm like, okay, she's not a cockroach. She's a spider. Spider, yeah. Interesting. And she's all like, she's like, where are you? Where are you? And yeah. Coraline's climbing up this web. She gets the cat, but she makes a sound as she's climbing it. Like, one of the web vibrates, and that's the other mother hears her. So Coraline like gets out of the, gets into the door to the other side like as fast as she can. The other mother's still pushing, and the other spirits of the other kids come and help her hold this door closed. Coraline's like holding the door, right? But the other mother gets her hand in this Edward little... Scissorhands needle hand. Yeah, her little like spider hand. And they they shut the door. All of them, her and the spirits, shut it, and the hand breaks off. Yes. Which comes into play later. Yes, you would think the movie's about over. We got some time here. Mm-hmm. So Coraline makes it back to her 
world. Yeah. She's she's done it. She makes it back. She's got the cat with her and the other kids. They were set free. I don't know. Oh yes, we'll we'll get to that in a second, of course. But she sees the snow globe on the mantle in the real world has been broken. Yeah, she's and like, the parents come in. Oh no! Yeah, here comes and their mom and dad just comes walking in like no time has changed. Yeah, they don't they don't know what's happened. Mm-mm. But they're all covered in ice. Yeah, and snow. And even Coraline is like, "Hey, you're covered in ice." They were like, "What? We don't know what you're talking about." Well, by that time, the snow is already gone. But it's kind of funny. Like, yeah, they have no memory of it, and they're all just oblivious to everything yeah and then her mom was pissed that she broke her favorite globe yeah and in my head i'm like she just saved your ass yeah saved your ass but i think she's like we're going out tonight or something because your dad's catalog sold baby <laughs> and she was like well Coraline, here you go and she they gave her a box and it's got those fucking expensive gloves yeah, in them yeah <laughs> that was nice so it's like they love her they were just on a tight deadline nah, no know. i know so I think she's in bed now. Yeah, the dad is playing with her. He has the octopus on his face. Yeah. And on the uh, IMDb trivia, it says he's reenacting the scene from the movie Alien, which I don't know how, but there's a scene where an alien jumps on a dude's face. Yeah. But the dad just has the octopus, and he's like, oh, get off my face, get off my face. So it did want to sit on someone's face. But not in the way that you would think. <laughs> <laughs> dream came true yes <laughs> it just yeah anyway but she puts the eyes which are all like these three balls under mm-hmm. her pillow like the dentist is going to come and take these right. to the kids <laughs> <laughs> the tooth fairy's going to come and give her a quarter a piece for yeah. these eyeballs quarter a piece for three eyes come on 75 cents and i think this was another 3d moment but the kids the spirit of the kids you know kind of fly yeah. in and they're like, they basically do a Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost. We're like, you yes. in danger, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Molly, you in danger, girl. Oh, I love that. Yes. But they're like, we're free, but you are still in danger because the key. They're like, you have to get rid of the key. Right. They're like, she's just going to keep, you know, trying to get over here and get this key and just continue to do what she's been doing. Yes. And so Coraline's like, well. There was a well in the beginning of this movie, and goddammit, I'm going to use it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, but the, I don't know if it shows it at this point, but the hand of the other mother that's in the tunnel comes to life and is now making its way through. Yeah. So it's following her. And I'm like, shit, yeah. look behind you. Look behind you. <laughs> She's walking and she hears it. It's like, I guess I didn't hear anything. It sounded like a metal hand crawling after me trying to get this key. The typical scary movie. So she's at the well, and yeah, the hand starts attacking her. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, shit, man, I thought this movie was about over. It's still in trouble here. And YB again comes in and saves the day. He does. I really thought that Coraline was just going to get pulled down into the well. Yeah, because she's trying to throw the key, and like the hand is like choking her and trying to pull her down. And yeah. YB rides his little motorbike again like he did at the beginning and grabs the hand, and then the hand is like messing with him, trying to like hurt him. Yeah, I did think it was really neat that they added the detail of her throat. Coraline's throat was a little red. Oh, really? From being pulled. Oh, very neat. By the, because um, she had the key on like a little rope around her neck. Mm-hmm. And when the that hand thing was dragging her. Yeah. I mean, it would have made a red mark. Yeah, they took the time to actually so do they, it. Very neat. They took the time and gave her a little red rope rash. <laughs> Um, do we know who is it that crushes it? Is it YB? Yes. Yeah. YB 
He steps on it. Yeah, because she's getting strangled by it, and then YB breaks it. Right. Which, they tie it up in, like, a little blanket and with the key on it, and they throw it down as well. I would live in constant terror that that thing would come back. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you would do with it. Like, melt it down, maybe? That's exactly what I was thinking. Put in a fire? Yes. Exactly. Because I'm like, that thing's going to come back. The key is tied to it on the little blanket that they throw. But I would be terrified that thing would come back someday. Exactly. And if she's a spider. Yeah. If she does, if she's able to cross over to this world or however it is, she could go down there and get it. No problem. See, what Coraline needs to do now is rip that door out, that little door, and put steel on it. Yeah. Steel over it so there's like no lock to the other side. It's just completely blocked. I'm just like, did they keep this so there could be a second one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they have ever done one, but that just makes me laugh. Like in movies and horror movies, when it's all over and done, you know, like the characters in real life would just be so traumatized and damaged. Yeah. Where they'd be like, it's going to come kill me. It's going to come kill me. But, but she's fine. No, everybody's fucking happy now. Yeah, it ends with them all in the garden and the mom's like, I hate mud. And the dad's planting stuff. and Tulips. She hands drinks to the two actress ladies, and they're like, ooh, pink ladies. And she's like, oh, no, it's pink lemonade. <laughs> but they're helping with the garden, and, and this is where you see Mr. Babinski. He's ripping up a bunch of um, roses and putting beets in the ground. Tulips, yeah. Because all it is is tulips. So. All it is is tulips, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, he's putting beets in the ground, and Coraline's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. And, and he was like... Oh, the mice say that you did a great thing, Coraline. <laughs> but uh, this this is where YB shows up with his grandma. And it's very funny because they're coming through the gate and YB is kind of leading her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know where I'm coming. I used to live here. <laughs> Get off me. Yeah. And he's like, Coraline, you know, sees the grandma and is like, you know, I have so much to tell you. Yeah. Which I don't know how you would even start to tell this story to the grandma. <laughs> Um, I saw your sister. I set her soul free. I am not pulling your leg. I am not kidding. Because <laughs> nobody has believed her. Yeah. Up to this point. Yeah. I mean, maybe the grandma would because, you know, she lived it. But it's like, there's a whole world through that other door. I found your sister and others. And I set them free. And maybe YB can kind of vouch for her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, where he's like, she... I saw a hand. Yeah. yeah. I guess. But it'd be a hard story to tell. It would. But... Yeah, and then, you know, it the camera f- kind of pans back, and we see the pink palace, and the cat is standing on the mailbox, and he disappears again like he did. Like, he walks yeah. and disappears as he walks towards the the mailbox. Yeah, there's like a, a wooden post up on top of the mailbox that he walks behind, and he's Yeah, he's, he's just gone. gone. So, very, very, very cool. Oh my gosh. I love it even more now that we went through it. Yeah, it's it's just a movie that it's just amazing. It it's just so cool, and they they did it all by hand. And I think they used some some computers, but a lot of it was with hands. You know, it's just wow, just the work that was put into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just yeah, I'm it's... blown away. I'm like, <laughs> I'm legitimately just like. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a favorite part? Oh my god, um. Do you know a favorite part? Because I didn't even look at that. I, I like even... the ending where she's having to find all the eyes because it felt like a video game to me. Or it's like, you have to go here to find this eye. You have to go here. So that felt very video gamey to me. And I really don't have a, a least favorite part. Like, I liked it all. Um, I guess I would say it's kind of weird. The first part that I really thought was kind of funny was when Mr. B jumped down 
<laughs> and almost got yes. a trimmer to the nuts. <laughs> yes. So I thought that was kind of kind of funny. If I had to have a worse part, it would just be those mice being blurry. But I think it was part yeah. of the. 3d so it's not even it's, relevant really i think it might have again just have been so much stop motion going on yeah. at one point because all those mice like 30 mice are jumping up and down at one time maybe they got a little out of sync or something but yeah you're right no i remember now that you're talking about that being like ooh, the stop animation didn't work right there very well yeah but, but i mean nitpicking very tiny little exactly, things exactly and nothing can be 100 percent perfect yeah. except for our podcast <laughs> So I had a great time with this. Like you, I feel like maybe I jumped in a little bit and handled and took over from you, but you talking, I thought was great. Yeah. And if you thought the same thing, everybody write in or let us know. Yeah, please. I think it's going to be longer because I don't talk as fast. I had to get used to that. I will be honest because I, I was like, I'm like, we're an hour in and we're not even through the story. I know. But yes, no, I really liked it because, because you, Shelly used to say to me and be like, I think we go too quick. Like when you talk, you, you go real fast. And I'm like. I think I'm going pretty slow, but I see what you mean. Yeah, I just, for me, it was kind of hard to keep up because my, I don't know, my brain doesn't function as fast as yours. Yeah. I don't know what it nah. is. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm not smart or whatever. It's all it's the just, meth I do. It just, <laughs> it's just, it uh, has a hard time keeping up. Uh, <laughs> well, I liked it. I liked it and, and let us know, but I really think we've got something here. Yeah, please let us know. Um I was really nervous doing it because I didn't know if I was going to talk enough. And I thought you did great. I didn't know if I would like it, but it was fun. Yeah, I thought you did great. So. Well, all right. Well, that that's for Coraline. I'm glad you got to finally watch it and you liked it mm-hmm. so much. But like I said at the top, at the beginning, we are doing Mystery Month for April. And we are going to do Fargo. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. It It's a great movie. It's won Oscars. It's mm-hmm. got so much critical praise for how great it is you said you think you might have seen it before i think i have but of course just like everything i don't remember (laughs) Um, i'm very excited we referenced fargo in our first episode because william h macy is in it as the cop i kept doing the uh his impression from the movie where he talks like dizzy jerry (laughs) lindergaard because that comes from fargo but i'm super excited we're kicking off suspense mystery thriller month with i think mystery as we say with fargo yeah so you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can email us at thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. Uh, we would really appreciate if you rate and review and share us. Uh, we really need some more listeners and ideas of what we can do differently. Um, and that's that's all I have. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will then see you next week for Fargo. All right, bye-bye.